Welcome back to Purposeful Planning with Aspen Wealth Management. Today we'll continue our conversation on protecting what's yours after you pass with a discussion on making your estate plans legal and organizing your estate. Once you've got an idea of what you've got, to whom you'd like to leave it, and how you'd like to implement your plans, the next step is to create a legal roadmap for others to follow. It's possible to tackle this hurdle on your own, but we don't usually recommend it. Any missing or misguided legal language can sabotage your best interests. As such, a generic template rarely replaces a reputable estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you, translates your wishes into legally binding documents, and collaborates with your financial partners to seek the strongest outcomes for you and your beneficiaries. After you've established this relationship, it's also easier to maintain your estate plans over time. But what if you die intestate or without a will? It usually takes a lot more time and money to settle even a simple estate, leaving a spouse, parent, or child with extra work during a painful time. Plus, your heirs will likely inherit less as extra settlement costs eat into their inheritance. You're also opening the door to ugly and even costlier infighting if your potential heirs don't see eye to eye. Another common question is which legal documents will best serve your needs? Nearly everyone should have a will to specify who gets what when you go. If you have minimal net worth and obvious beneficiaries, a basic will might do. You typically name one or more executors to move your estate through probate, which is the legal process for carrying out the terms of your will. And your executors can be family members or professionals such as banks trust services. If your relationships and or financial affairs are more elaborate, you might want to supplement your will with a revocable living trust. You should also still have a will to settle any assets that remain outside of your trust, but a revocable living trust lets the bulk of your estate bypass public probate, which usually means more rapid, private, and cost-effective settlements. It can also resolve complex family dynamics that will alone that a will alone cannot address. For example, what if you want your second spouse to be supported financially during their lifetime, with the remainder left to children from a first marriage? What if your children aren't yet ready to manage their inheritance? Or what if an heir's spouse is a spendthrift? With a revocable living trust, you can establish successor trust and trustees to oversee your estate over time and across these and other scenarios. If you're preparing for a business succession, a philanthropic endowment, multi-generational legacy, or similar higher goals, a specialized trust may help minimize tax ramifications and facilitate optimal outcomes. Various trusts can also be combined with targeted insurance coverage to help fund critical financial gaps. For example, what if you co-own a business and your spouse would prefer to be bought out by your partners once you pass away? Life insurance may be an affordable way to resolve those challenges. You're nearly there to the finish line now though, so don't stop. No matter how carefully you've structured your legal documents, it can be difficult for others to settle your estate as intended if your affairs are in chaos. So, once you formalize your estate plans, the final hurdle is to complete the goals you established during your initial who gets what planning. In other words, it's time to organize the important loose ends and keep them organized over time. Here's an overview to get you started. List your financial assets in detail. These could be investment accounts or bank statements, retirement plans. Then list who should receive specific collectibles and heirlooms. This is typically accompanied by broad language in your will or trust pointing to an adjustable list. Then list key professionals to your trustees, executors, your beneficiaries who might need a contact such as your financial advisor, accountant, or estate planning attorney. List other helpful information to your trustees or executors, where they will find your will or trust, and any additional estate planning documents like marriage or divorce certificates, military records, and such. 
And where do you keep your house keys, your wallet, your security codes, computer logins? What about a favorite babysitter, pet sitter, or maybe a nearby neighbor? If you've got a revocable living trust, make sure you've funded it with most or all of your major assets. Otherwise, the trust can't fulfill its purpose. Your estate planner should be able to assist. With or without a trust, make sure your home, vehicles, and other major assets are correctly titled, which means who owns what? You, both of you, your trust, a lending company. Make sure all your beneficiary designations are correct and current your financial accounts, retirement plans, and insurance policies. Then go through your home and clear out any decades of accumulated clutter. Don't burden your heirs with this painful duty. Review each of these steps annually to adjust as needed for birth, death, marriages, divorces, moves, financial changes, career changes, maybe legislative or tax updates, and more. Last but not least, let's touch on security. Even once you're gone, your private information needs to remain private to protect against identity theft, legal challenges, and other concerns. And it also needs to be relatively accessible to your legal representatives and administrators. This is a tricky balance to strike and one more reason to use a reputable password manager to securely store all of your logins. We suggest selecting one that lets you name an emergency contact who can access your account once you've passed. Or, if you already have a password manager in place, now is a great time to set up this important role. Of course, it's possible to skip all three of these hurdles on your way to the state planning finish line. If you don't say otherwise, your state laws typically govern who gets what. You can also let the chips fall where they may and who gets to settle your estate, assuming they can find it. But make no mistake, if you do nothing, you're still doing something. It just may not be the something you and your loved ones would prefer. If you've been procrastinating on your estate planning, we hope our handy summary has served you as a source of inspiration. Contact us today and we'll help you navigate past your estate planning hurdles, connect you with the relationships and resources you might need. That's what we're here for. What do you think about this briefing? Tweet us at AspenWealthMGMT and include hashtag flash briefing.